Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and as you can hear, I have lost my voice and it is on the return. And I'm excited about that because it means I get to bring you this podcast episode. I must admit over the sort of Christmas New Year period, as I was starting to get a little bit poorly, I was thinking about you. I was thinking about bringing this episode that I've really, it's been on my heart since before Christmas time. And I know that because I've got a few notes written down in my journal about this particular episode and the fact that I wanted to start the new year by bringing you this episode, but I didn't expect not to have my full voice. So please bear with me while I share this message with you today. Today, I want to talk to you about how we protect our heart in life and business by making assumptions, believing those assumptions to be our truth and to operate based on those assumptions. I'm going to tell you something now that I'm going to repeat at the end of the episode. The overall message in this episode is when I say protecting our heart, think of the word protection, protect in inverted commas. And it's in inverted commas because we're not actually protecting our heart. What I'm talking to you about in this episode today is more about us protecting our ego than our heart because our heart wants to experience life. It wants to experience business. It wants to experience the roller coaster, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, the highs and the lows that we go through in navigating life and business. And so what I've come to realize, and it's particularly prevalent now, which is why I'm so glad that I've got a bit of a voice to give you in this episode, because it's the conversations that I've been having with my own clients as we roll in to this new year, which is this feeling of anticipation, this mind-driven expectation of needing to protect ourselves. And where that comes in, I'm going to talk about it in a couple of ways in this episode, keeping it as short and sweet as possible, clearly for voice reasons, (laughs) is We protect ourselves, our hearts in life and business or our ego in life and business with other people, but we also try to do it with our work. Do you relate to people pleasing? Do you relate to holding back? Do you relate to having a dream or a vision for yourself true to you that you don't allow yourself to bring it into your peripheral vision because You don't really believe that it's for you. You weren't meant for that and it wasn't meant for you. And in all of these ways, we insert assumption and we follow that assumption and we act based on that assumption. And in life and business, that is a demonstration of us trying to protect ourselves. Actually, all it's doing is withholding experiences from ourselves to fall flat on our face, to fail and allow ourselves to see that we are strong enough to get back up from that failure, to get back up from falling on the floor and actually go again. And so what I see with my own clients, particularly at this time of year, is they withhold from what they really want, whether that's with other people in their relationships, which I'm going to talk about today, or whether that's in their work. And instead they go for this, they aim for this like mediocre line that they think is attainable. And it plays out in people pleasing. It plays out in not disappointing others, in armoring up, in assuming what other people mean through their text messages and their tone of their emails. And and in our work, we assume that things will be received poorly or people have a certain perception of us. All of these things, all of these assumptions, we don't just think them, but we act based on them. And we do that to protect ourselves. So I'd love you to grab a pen and paper and see if any of what I'm talking about today applies to you. And the invitation here is to do the self-checks. Too many of us think that it's one morning journaling session or it's one epiphany 
and too few of us recognise the need to face our own cold hard truth day in, day out, repeatedly. The more I'm doing this work for myself and the more I'm doing this work with my clients, the more we are realising that it's not just a once and done thing. I genuinely believe that we are an evolution. It's not once and done. I don't feel like our deepest wounds can be healed in one go. So the invitation to you isn't to grab a pen and paper and relate to this episode and go, cool, I'm going to fix all of this in one sitting. As always with the NOA conversation, it's to raise your awareness so that you can become more aware of the thoughts that were slipping by on autopilot, bring them into consciousness and actually start to challenge them as opposed to allowing them to go unchallenged in your subconscious and acting from those places. So let me get in. The first place that I want to talk about how we assume and protect our heart in life and business is with other people. Quite often what I see is we assume that other people are acting out our core wound. They're acting out our worst fear. So if you are someone who fears that you'll be rejected, you will look for evidence in your relationships with other people that they are going to reject you. I want to make this clear. I'm not saying you're doing it and you're wrong for doing it. I'm saying I'm raising your awareness to it. I'm saying that you're doing it to try and protect yourself because that's your core wound. That's what you think might happen that might hurt you the most. So of course, the natural thing is to be on high alert and to look out for it. Quite often, uh, we can assume that other people are going to be unhappy with us or that we've disappointed them or that we have in some way said or done something that's going to have upset them. And so instead of sharing with them and shining a light on the fear that we have, and I'm going to give you a great example of that in a minute that happened between my friends and I the other day, instead of doing that, we brace Brené Brown would call it armoring up. And that means that instead of challenging that assumption in our own heart, in our own mind, or even sharing that assumption with the friend or the colleague or whoever it is you're in a relationship with and saying, I'm a little bit worried. I'll give you the example that I mentioned before. My friend texted me the other day and she said, oh, Nick, that thing that I said on text a few weeks ago, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been really worried that you didn't realize I was joking about that. And it was something really silly. It was something like, not. it wasn't even a big deal. But she had been holding that in her consciousness and thinking that I may, there might be a percentage that I didn't take it as a joke and actually thought she was being serious and that it may have affected our relationship in some way that she and I hold so dear and so close to our hearts. We love each other. We're friends. We love each other. And so she shared that anxiety with me to A, settle herself, but B, check in with me. And I love it when people do that. I love it when people are brave enough and courageous enough and strong enough to share their vulnerabilities so that they can gain the truth, so that they don't operate from their assumption. Because although I can't imagine that my friends thought about that a lot over the Christmas and New Year break, it's not about the amount of time these things take. It's about the amount of energy that they take from us. And it's very similar to how I explained it with my clients not so long ago. Someone gives you, oh, I think, no, actually, I think I talked about it on the Inner conversation here. If someone gave you a 10K, 10 kilogram weight and said to you, just do us a favor, hold this. 10 kilograms, not that heavy. But if you were expected to hold it all day, you're going to get tired from it. It's going to become very heavy. And that's exactly the same as these little assumptions that fuck with us when they go unchallenged. And that's why I love my friend for coming to me and saying, 
I'm a little bit worried that you didn't take that as a joke so that she could clear that energy in herself, but clear the energy between us. Let's say, for example, that she went with that assumption and went, oh, Nikki hasn't taken that as a joke. She could have taken that so far. She could have been like, yeah, because Nikki's really stuck up herself. And actually, Nikki never takes a joke. And she could have really armoured up. And it could have driven a wedge in our relationship. That assumption could have driven a wedge in our relationship. And in doing so, that's where people grow apart. I really want to hone in on this. When assumptions are made and we don't speak aloud what's on our heart, we either grow together or we grow apart. And that statement is just as prevalent in workplaces. If you're a leader, if you've got a team, if you're a colleague and you've got teammates, just as prevalent in workplaces as it is your personal relationships. You are either growing together or growing apart and you both have to open your hearts and demonstrate the vulnerability, not only with the other person, but with yourself in order to not armor up, in order to not brace, 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 because they might, my assumption might be true. And we assume, we assume what they're thinking. We assume the tone of their emails or text messages. We assume what they're going to say or do. We assume the conversations that they're having with their husband and wife behind our back. We assume that the text message we've received from them isn't the whole truth. And from that negative assumption, we then act in accordance with that to protect, in inverted commas, like I said at the beginning of the episode, to protect ourselves. But it's not really protection. It's not really protection because you're protecting yourself from something that is hypothetical, that lives in your own mind, unless you validate it between the relationship that you have. Before I go into the invitation here, the advice I always give when we're approaching these difficult conversations with others is always state your intent. I know that the intention of my friend is that she loves me and she wants to be loved by me and she wants to continue having a close friendship with me. So I know that by her sending that message the other day, that was her saying to me, I want to continue being close to you. Can I share this with you? And so if you feel like that intention isn't strong enough between you in your relationships to just be known, just known, unconditionally known, say it out loud. Say, especially in workplaces, state your intent. If you're a client of mine, you will have heard me talk about this time and time again. State your intent. And the invitation here is stop and find truth before acting. Stop and find truth before creating distance between each other, before protecting your heart, in inverted commas, before armoring up. Stop and find the truth before you go ahead and follow the assumption and act on it. The second way that I've seen assumptions pop up and ways that we want to protect our heart is in our work. And I'm going to give you this and then I'm going to wrap the episode up because, it, listen guys, if you're still here with me, fair play. I'm struggling to listen to myself. So, <laughs> so thank you for bearing with me. And I hope the strength of the message in this episode is supporting you not being distracted by my voice. Do you know, I wish I hadn't even mentioned it now because you're probably sat there thinking, I don't even care. So let me stop being self-conscious and carry on with the episode. We assume with our work that we put out there to the world. If we've got, again, if we've got an underlying core belief that we're not good enough, that we, we're always destined to fail, we're never we're not consistent enough, we never are able to follow something through, then with our work, that core wound is going to show up through your assumptions. When you put a project out there, when you put a proposal out there, when you put an Instagram post or a podcast out there, and you've got an under, underlying core wound 
that you haven't done any work on consciously, you assume that your work will be received poorly. You assume that it will be received badly. So sometimes what that means is you don't even put your work out there at all. And that upsets me because I can personally relate to it. I can personally relate to the years and years that I didn't go after what I wanted, how I wanted to express the truest version of myself through my work. I didn't do that for so many years because I thought that when I did that, other people would judge me. Other people would think, who the fuck does she think she is? And I didn't do that. And I don't want for you guys to be holding your truest expression of yourself back because you think that it's not going to be good enough because you've made the assumption when you put your thing out there, whatever your thing is, that it's going to be received poorly. And in addition to that, that you're not going to be able to handle it. And following those lines, you know, it plays out in so many ways. And you can hear that I'm getting emotional about it because it means so much. So many of us have got a true expression of who we are that can come out through our work, but we're not allowing ourselves to go after that and to put that out there for fear. And so it causes us to not put it out there at all, or it causes us to put it out there and retract it straight away. I've seen that happen with friends and clients. They've put a podcast episode out there and then they've deliberated on it and gone, oh God, am I going to upset someone? Have I said the wrong thing? Are people going to think X, Y, and Z about me? Or they put something out there and they tweak it. Can you relate to that? Or they don't even start, you know, the amount of clients that have had come to me and say, I want to start this thing, but I just need to get the name of it right. I just need to define the logo. I just need to figure out the podcast episode title. None of that shit matters. My logo for Thrive Life and Business. So many people, marketing experts have come to me and said, that doesn't really represent the truest expression of your brand. And I know, I know it doesn't, but I'm too busy cracking on with this work, this work that I'm doing right now with you. And it's not to say that none of that matters. It really, really does. But please don't faff and tweak and hold back because you've made the assumption and you haven't dealt with the assumption that lives deep inside of you that your work isn't going to be good enough. And therefore, you're not doing the thing that is true to you. You're not doing what is really in your heart because you have the fear that it's not going to be good enough, that it's going to be received poorly, that you're going to be judged. And we assume that you're not going to be able to handle the rejection or the failure. And you act from that place. You act by not doing it at all, by overcomplicating it. That's something that I have to work on day in, day out. Not overcomplicating. You've heard me talk about it in a previous podcast episode. I think, let me check which podcast episode it was. One, two, three, or one, two, zero. Go back, listen to them. But I talk in there about how my fears play out through beefing things up, trying to make something sound more mainstream, overcomplicating it to try and overcompensate because I think it's not going to be good enough in the simplicity that it is. And that is just not true. My most powerful work, and if you're a client listening to this, you will be nodding because we know that the work that we do together, the most powerful version of that comes from when we are keeping it simple between each other. And so you can hear in me that this plays out also in me. This is work that I also too have to do. So how does it play out by not doing something at all, by overcomplicating it, by overgiving to overcompensate because we don't think it's going to be good enough? What does that say? I've got notes here. 
Oh, it's got an asterisk. I see what I'm saying. By overgiving, so over-serving, over-producing. And it's not just, <laughs> I was just about to say, it's not just people like us. You'll know what I mean when I say what I'm about to say. Oprah Winfrey does this shit. I remember listening to a podcast episode where someone had gone to one of Oprah Winfrey's talks and she'd filled the goodie bags with random shit. And I, th- I always think about that and I always think, I wonder if Oprah Winfrey's team had filled the goodie bags with random shit. And I'm talking random shit because it's like, oh, well, we just need to make sure that we're giving enough value to justify the price that we're charging for these tickets. No, dickheads, Oprah was enough. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The same with us. No, you are enough. You do not have to overcompensate and overgive to justify an insecurity that you have inside of you. You have to address the insecurity that lives inside of you first, not act on it. You know, we do it by underpricing. We do it by over-delivering emails, content, whatever space you work in, you will be able to relate to something that you are doing or not doing because you've got an assumption that has lived unchallenged within you and it's playing out in your work. Notice what that is and commit to yourself. The invitation to you, like I said earlier on in the episode, is not that this is once and done, but that you weave in the self-checks. You weave them in to your day. So when you're walking out of that meeting and you're thinking to yourself, did I promise too much there? Get back in the room. Get straight back in the room and say, guys, I overpromised there. And that comes from a place of insecurity. That's something I'm working on. Just before we all exit the room, allow me to redefine what I will and won't do. Please do this work live. Be with yourself. Notice yourself. Self-check. Bring about your self-truth. And the overall message in this episode today is it's in inverted commas for a reason. Protecting your heart. It's The protect bit is in inverted commas for a reason. You're not protecting your heart. You're protecting your ego. And your ego is the part of you that thinks it has this identity that it needs to play out to the world. And it also thinks that if we avoid the situations and the experiences that are going to make us experience doubt and discomfort, then we will be safe. And I'm saying to you, no, put yourself out there because you can handle it. Your heart can be open as you navigate the ups and downs and the highs and lows of life and business. You can go about your rejections and your failures with an open heart. And what that means is that you will back yourself and you will be there for yourself. Your heart wants to experience life and business. And I want that for you too. And this is the work that we do. So I wanted to kickstart the new year that if there's something in your relationships or there's something in your work that you're holding back from, or you can identify with any of the things that I've talked about in this episode today, now is the time for you to commit to yourself that you will weave in self-reflection, self-awareness, and increasing your levels of self-awareness so that you can be true to yourself so that you can stop bullshitting yourself about the reasons that you're driving a wedge in that relationship or stop bullshitting yourself about the reasons you're not going after what you really want in life and in business and instead be truthful with yourself. And if you want the accountability for that, I've just extended my one-to-one services. So it's not just 
a four to six month journey anymore, go ahead and go to tlb.org.uk forward slash work with me. You'll see the one-to-one services there. I will help you to uncover the bullshit that you potentially cannot see on your own. But if this podcast episode is enough for you to start that work, then I am so, so pleased that you've joined me today. Thank you as always for being here with me. Thank you for starting the new year, listening to my croaky ass voice. (laughs) And I can't wait to come back on the Inner Work Conversation to deliver more content that is as charged as this episode today. Please, please always cheer yourself on and never forget, I am cheering you on too.